Mike Huther, if you're listening to this, (laughs) come on the show. From the Franklin House in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, this is the Pick 8 Podcast. My name is Smitty, and my guest today is Link West. Hey, Smitty. The Link West. You are the third one that I've done recording for this quote-unquote season. It's not like a set calendar season, but so it's been fun to get back into the the routine of like this morning I went to Queen City and was just like going over questions for you and other people. It's been fun to like try to just imagine conversations. But uh, I'd like for you to tell me and the other people listening uh, how we know each other. Who is Link West a little bit and just kind of start there. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's an honor to be here. I enjoyed the previous seasons quite a bit. You got an interesting range of friends and acquaintances and Mm -hmm. fascinating people. Thanks for for picking me to pick eight. Yeah. This would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So my name is Link West. I'm a Sioux Falls-based singer-songwriter guy, uh, troubadour all around town kind of guitar picker fella mm-hmm. do a lot of farmers markets and fairs and patios and wineries and all that kind of stuff and i've been at it for a few years now uh it's good fun but i landed here in sioux falls in 2008 okay and i think i met you shortly thereafter maybe early 2009 something yeah. like that be my yeah. guess yep and uh so yeah we've known each other for quite a few years yeah. at this point that's pretty cool one of the ways that we connect, we go to a lot of sh- concerts, shows together, yep. or run into each other at them. Yep. And uh, like that's a big part of my life. So that was an easy connection to make. Yeah. With you. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Smitty's the kind of guy that you're bound to see around town at something. Yeah. You know, he's just one of those guys. He's a constant, and uh, he's a guy a lot of people know. Sure. You run into somebody, you have a quick conversation. Oh, well, you know, what do you do? Who do you know? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know, Smitty? I'm like, oh, I know Smitty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. He's one of those guys. He's a connector. It, so. One of the perks of being a delivery guy. Oh, okay. Is like, sure. I just bump into, you know, there's probably a hundred people I regularly see and then I'll bump yeah. into them out and about. So Yeah. Yeah. It's a cool job. It is cool. Yeah. I it, love it. It's, it's fun to get out and about. You got to connect with people. Yeah. Yeah, that's what life's all about. Yeah, Ex- yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, so I think I first met you at a, uh, a whiskey drinking night. Oh, that's right. Yeah, with the old the whiskey society. <clears throat> the whiskey society. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think it was the uh, the first time I went to one of those and met you and a few of your buddies. And then ran into you. Uh, yeah, all kinds of stuff after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, a couple of pool parties here and there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Good Back times. when I had a pool, yeah, <laughs> I was just a hole in the ground. Yeah, I should probably show you before you leave. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. What's left a... of it? Yep. All right, the memories. Yep. Exactly. You got to keep the hole though, yeah, so you can <laughs> celebrate the memories. I mean, so far, right? <laughs> uh, is there anything from a pool party that stands out? Just curious. Um, I don't know if you want to edit edit this yeah, out I or can not. Take, yeah. But uh, one thing that comes to mind: uh, you were getting set up, and you came across your uh, your wedding album. And you chucked it in the middle of the pool without any ceremony or thought whatsoever. You just picked it up, looked at it, and just whoop, right over your shoulder, <laughs> right in the water. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. I was like, what's that? He's like, oh, that's my wedding album. I'm like, you going to go get it? I'm like, nah, I'll just let it sit there for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That was that was pretty funny. That yeah. is funny. 
Good times. Yeah. Yeah. I jumped off the roof of the uh, the lake house quite a few times. Uh-huh. Landed in the pool. Yeah. 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 First time was scary. After that, I realized it I is. could make the jump. And yep. then it was just good fun uh-huh. after that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are good days, man. <laughs> so I got 10 questions here. I'm trying to decide. I think probably start off with just a fun one. Keep it wide, easy for me. Wide range. You know that. You've listened to the other ones. Yeah. Keep it. Keep it easy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> nice uh, slow pitch over the plate. That's right. Yeah. Just yeah. That's up here. right. <laughs> here you go. Here you go, buddy. <laughs> Do you have any favorite uh, websites or podcasts or YouTube channels that you would recommend or that you're just, hey, this is just a thing I enjoy? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, the podcast I listen to the most by far would be Mark Marin. Sure. The comedian. Yep. Uh, I love his stuff. I love his shtick. Yep. You know, and the thing I love the most about Mark Marin, and he's he's a guy who uh, always worked in comedy and acting, and he was always an Ulceran kind of player. Okay. And he finally got his life together, mm-hmm. probably once he was pushing 50. Mm-hmm. And he's had the best run of his life mm-hmm. ever since. And as a guy who's not getting younger myself, <laughs> I really appreciate uh, I appreciate it when, uh, you know, when older guys have that second chance mm-hmm. at a career mm-hmm. and, uh, I love that point of view. I think it gives, gives a little hope mm-hmm. to some of us with a couple of gray hairs popping out here yeah. and there. I have a few. Yeah. <laughs> they look good on you though. Right. We'll take it. <laughs> yeah. So Mark Marion's great. I feel like he was one of the earlier guys to get on the podcast. Yeah. Fad or yep. thing. Yeah. It was, it was a new thing. And, yeah. uh, if I know the story right, he really had very little going on. Yeah. And his buddy's like, why don't you try this podcasting thing that's happening? And he's yeah. like, what the heck is that? And <laughs> right. just like this, he turned his garage into mm-hmm. a little studio mm-hmm. and uh, went for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it turned out great. Yeah. 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 I caught him talking to his producer on, it was like an anniversary episode and okay. he broke down in tears. Oh, really? Yeah. And he's kind of yeah. a tough guy, you know, that's kind yeah. of his persona. Yeah. I'm from New York. I'm, you know, I've been in Boston, you know, East Coast. I'm kind of tough, but yeah, he started crying. Is that a recent episode or is it a little further back? It was a few years ago. Okay. At this point. That'd be interesting to yeah. check out. Yeah. 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 So I like him. I like his point of view. I like his sense of humor. Another podcaster I listen to quite a bit is Pete Holmes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Pete Holmes, uh, he, he wrote a book. He's a comedian. Yeah. There's a lot of stand up. Uh, he's done some acting too. He wrote a book called Comedy, Sex, God. Okay. And those are three individual independent words. Okay. Comedy, Sex, God. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you kind of put them together in yeah, 10 yeah, different yeah. ways. You know, but that's his life. He's, uh, you know, okay. he's a comedian. Okay. He's always been hung, hung up on sex and yeah. religion. Sure. And he grew up just like I did. Okay. Super evangelical. Yeah. I uh, went to a small Christian college. Yeah. Gordon, they were in Massachusetts. And I went to another one of those kinds of colleges. Uh-huh. And Back around the same time. He's a little, mm-hmm. little, little bit younger than me. But uh, yeah, so all of his stories about growing up and mm-hmm. going to that kind of college and being mm-hmm. at sex and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's just say I can relate. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I can relate. You grew up that way. Yeah. Like it, it by making less of sex, it actually makes more about it. Right. In right. a sense. Yeah. If I'm tracking with you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If you treat it as a natural thing that's a part of life, it's yeah. no big deal in some right. ways. But right. yeah. But if it's like the forbidden fruit. Yeah. yeah there like, you go. Oh, that's sex, what it is. Uh-huh. Girls. How uh-huh. does that work? Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. You know. So hopefully you get over that by the time you're 15. But yeah. it took until he was probably 25 or so to get over sure. that kind of stuff. Oh, easy. Yeah. So yeah. at least. So, yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm still working on it myself. Sure. Same here, buddy. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> We're getting there. We're yep. getting there. 
I've recently, it's not a podcast, but it's a website. Reasons to be cheerful. Have you ever come across that? No, that sounds good though. Yeah. I mean, it's basically, I can't remember the guy behind it, but it's just like, here's some stories of good things in the world. Nice. Uh, instead of like the opposite, which is kind of the normal, if you watch the news right, or read the news, whatever, that's all you get. Yeah. So right. let's just, it's a lot of like small things that are being done throughout the world that just make people's lives a little bit better. Nice. More or less. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Yep. Yeah. So that's been one of the things I'll go to weekly and just like, I just need a little... Right. A little nice, good story. Nice. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, because most of the world is actually just normal, nice people trying yeah. to do their best. Right. Trying to be, you know, trying mm -hmm. to be nice to each other and yeah. get along. Right. Yeah. But if you watch the news, it's all about uh, politics and everybody right. has an opinion and gets all angry all the time. It's crazy. Right. Like, can and we just... Yeah. includes our country. Like, most people are that way in mm -hmm. our country and the rest of the world. Yep. Yep. Everywhere you go. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but if you really do travel, you find out that, oh, those people, those different people yeah <laughs> they're actually okay yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and their food's pretty good you should give oh, it a try it might actually be better food <laughs> it might be <laughs> question number two i have this very specific mm -hmm. but we can make it less specific if we want name three beverages that you like that start with a letter m letter three with the letter m yeah beverages letter m yeah i don't know michelob malbec mimosas Okay. Uh, yeah. They started letter says, M. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I'm okay with uh, wine, beer, and cocktails, but uh, <laughs> obviously, can't say those are my three go tos in those no, categories. But you're uh, fine with them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Some options there. Um, Modelo? But I do actually, that's my favorite Mexican beer. Okay. Yeah. Let's put it on there. The Modelo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Pacifico's pretty good too. Yeah. I yeah. just bought some Pacifico. Yeah. I like that one. I like Corona if you're on the beach. <laughs> and a little bit of salt water splashes ah. over your bottle accidentally because okay. you're floating around. Yeah. Then, yeah. Which is just because that's a very specific memory when I lived in South Carolina. Okay. I spent a lot of time on the beach when I was a younger man. Okay. And yeah, remember just having some parties and you'd be floating around the, the tide coming in and okay. the water's warm and you got limes yeah. and Coronas and you're trying to float, but then the wave hits you and you get the, the salt water splash in your Corona. Yeah. And it is this tastes like good that way. <laughs> post college? What era of your life is South yeah. Carolina? Yeah, that would be post college. Uh, okay. So, yeah, graduated from college in 97. Yeah. And then uh, my only plan was to be Jack Kerouac. <laughs> okay. So I thought I'd travel around and write a great American novel. Yeah. But instead, I just worked as a waiter in okay. a few different locations. Okay. I've heard you talk about yeah. being a waiter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, I didn't, uh, didn't get much writing done. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. fun. Yeah, so I was down at Hilton Head, South Carolina. Hilton Head. Yeah, it's, it's a big vacation spot okay. for East Coast folks. Yep. And uh, yeah, so I had some family down there, so I had a place to live for a little bit. It was great, but working as a waiter, uh, there is this expression that every night is a Friday and yeah. every morning is a Monday. Yeah. Because you got a weird schedule. It totally. doesn't matter what day of the week it is. And I kept, uh, I heard that a lot. And then the question, the get to know you question for everybody is how did you get to the island? Okay. That's the standard question. Okay. And everybody I talked to was working, like I was working, a lot of these guys are like 10 years older than me. Oh. They are like, yeah, moved down here after college. Uh, that was, I don't know, 82. And uh, yeah, just kind of been down here ever since. <laughs> right. And I'm like, oh, wait, 
that's going to be me if yeah. I get out of here. Yeah. So, yeah. So then I moved back to Ohio. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> nice. I knew I needed some place that was a little tougher to live in. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, working as a waiter is fun. You, you have cash in your pocket every totally. night. So you, every night you feel flush. Yeah. And then you go and you spend it. And then you're like, that's yeah, fine. I'll make more tomorrow. Right. And you do, which is cool if you're like, you know, 20. Yeah. 325 whatever Very you know but small uh, responsibilities yeah yeah but you know 30 comes up on you fast mm-hmm. and then it doesn't uh, then it's downhill after that well <laughs> lucky you had that foresight yeah like not everyone does so right it was yeah. good it was good for a season uh, yeah yeah glad i did it good yeah. stories yeah good. what are we going with modello oh yeah <laughs> the real question uh, mimosa <laughs> yeah oh you're good i love the tangent man that's yeah. what, that's what this is all about yeah yeah there's mochas mochas but i just like my coffee black yeah yeah so i'm not going to skip this question but yeah. i think i'm just going to land on modello okay that's probably about it okay. for beverages yeah what did you have in mind oh man I, it's way too narrow of a question <laughs> i i do I don't often have it, but I do enjoy a mimosa. Yeah. Like yeah. easy to drink. Right. You get some orange juice. Exactly. So it's healthy. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's there's mellow yellow. No. Yeah, I me mean, neither. Yeah. I mean, I had a, a stage of life where Mountain Dew was oh, sure. a thing. Yep. Yep. That's a classic. We all, yeah. we all go through that one at some point. Yeah. So I'll put yep. that in there just because it was a thing. <laughs> but yeah, I like my beverages for sure. But Merlot. I'll go Merlot. Yeah, Merlot. Yeah. Yep. Merlot. Yeah. That makes sense. Just a classic red right. wine. Absolutely. Goes good with anything. Yep. Yeah. Steak, pizza, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You're good. Or by itself. Right. It's true. It's <laughs> a so little cube of cheese. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> so you're not drinking alone. I've got my cheese <laughs> yeah. with me. It's my French friend. <laughs> right. <laughs> Merci. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to dovetail a little bit since you talked about jobs a little bit. What is the most bizarre job? you've ever had uh i've had a lot of weird jobs uh you have okay yep yeah a lot of temp jobs and stuff filling in okay i always hustled up money whenever i had a break from school or whatever mm-hmm. so probably the most bizarre job was a very small assembly plant if you will but it was just okay. like a three-man operation oh that is small they made uh electronic dartboards okay but yep. out of out of actual cork instead of like plastic yeah yep. So it was actual cork, and then in the, like the little uh, metal containers around the cork bits, like okay. the wires, they went through and they were magnetic. Okay. So they would sense if a dart hit Where that it hit? section. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know how successful they were. Apparently, they sold them to Japan. Okay. They're kind of high end. <laughs> sure. But uh, yeah, me and a buddy of mine, uh, we, we got temp jobs packaging those things up there for a, for a few weeks. Okay. It was, yeah, it was bizarre. I can see, I've never been really into darts, but I the few people I know, I think they would complain about the non-cork dart boards. Yeah. It's just better to have a cork one. Yeah. So I can see how there's a market. Yeah. It could <laughs> be a thing. It. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if it took off or not, but. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 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 So that was fun. Was that high school then? That would like have been summer? like, it was like a Christmas vacation during oh, college or okay. something like okay. that. It was just a temp job for a few yeah. weeks. Yeah. I had a job at a... Uh, a hydroponic greenhouse operation. That's cool. They made, uh, or they made, they grew tomatoes. Uh-huh. And then the idea was it would all be self-contained with a fish farm. Huh. So they'd use like the fish excretions uh-huh. as fertilizer for the uh-huh. tomatoes. And then the water would go back to the fish. That was the idea. So okay. it was all supposed to be self-contained. Yeah. 
Uh, but I, I got hired because I didn't mind driving the truck full uh-huh. of tomatoes to the grocery stores. And uh-huh. this is outside of Pittsburgh. Okay. Uh, but the grocery stores were Wegmans, I believe the name was. Mm-hmm. It's a big chain out there. Uh, so they had a bunch of grocery stores up in the Buffalo area Okay. that bought their tomatoes. Yep. But all the local guys that worked at the greenhouse were sort of afraid to go that far outside of town. Oh, wow. So they weren't really into driving the truck that far. So they didn't get to the island. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were, yeah. <laughs> they were very, very small town in okay. Pennsylvania, Western PA. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So they basically hired me because I was willing to drive the truck up to Buffalo and do the deliveries once a week. Yeah. And then the rest of the week, I worked in the greenhouse to pick tomatoes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but it was odd. I remember like like the first time I did it, I came the next day. I showed up for work, and everyone's like, "Hey, how's your trip?" <laughs> I'm like, They're like you made it? Yeah. I'm like what? <laughs> what trip? Like you went to Buffalo? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. It's a you know, it's probably like, I don't know, two three hours up the highway, and there's a couple stops up along the way and back. So it took all day, but you're really only driving a few hours outside of town. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> that was weird. But yeah. I mean, mm. there's people in our state that are similar. Yeah. You know where it's like the biggest trip they've ever taken is Omaha. Yep. You know, exactly. So exactly. I guess that's just how some people are. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice folks. Yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Not- yeah. It's just weird when people refer to Sioux Falls as the big city. Uh-huh. Like, it's, it's, just, it's so dangerous in Sioux Falls. It's just crazy. I couldn't <laughs> right. live there. It's just crazy. <laughs> I'm like, well, <laughs> I will, I won't say yep. any names, but mm. I have a friend that in all seriousness was giving advice about driving in Sioux Falls. Yeah. And he, his advice was, now remember, there's two interstates. One's I-29 and I-229. Whoa. Just keep that in mind that there's two and they're very similar. <laughs> yeah. Don't get confused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Drive a truck for a living, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Got it. Thanks for the input. Yep, yep. We'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. We got three down. Woo. Yeah. No, no punts, no beetles. Sorry, Chris. Yeah. My friend Chris called them punts. Punts. Sure. Yep. That makes sense. Which yeah. I get it. Right. Yeah, I like exactly. it. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. West, you want to create a team for a project. So what's the project that LinkWest you would like to be in charge of? And is there anyone in particular that you're like, I want this person on my team because they're going to be good at fill in the blank. I just trust them <laughs> to show up. <laughs> um, so the unnamed untitled project that you're in charge of, what is it? Too broad? That's pretty broad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I hate to punt on that one. Cause it's, it's a fun question. I can narrow it, but okay. If you want, let's both come back to it. Okay. Okay. If I can narrow yeah. it down, let's do that. Yeah. All right. Number we'll still technically on number four then. Okay. Tell me about who in your life that you find to be courageous. And it doesn't have to be like a big courageous. Mm-hmm. Um, could be just like a everyday thing that you find to be brave or courageous. Is there anyone in your circle of people either you know sure. or just observe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's go with my buddy Pete. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Guy here in town. In town, yeah. Okay. Guy here in town. He uh, he runs a thing called Groove. Okay, yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. It's a drum, drum school. Yep. Yeah. So he travels around a lot with that, but he has this amazing ability to take on challenges. Okay. Like he just yeah. doesn't care, mostly physical. Okay. Yeah, but you name it, any project, he's willing to just go for it. That's yeah. But uh, there's a uh, there's a 
bike race across South Dakota. Oh, yeah. They started in Wyoming. They ended up in a small town in Iowa. It's mm-hmm. all back roads. Mm-hmm. And he won the thing a few years ago. Okay. He's like, not because I'm the fastest biker, but because I don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so he just goes. I yeah, guess that is an advantage. Days. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's biked all over the place. He was do, getting ready for some winter biking, like a mountain okay. bike type. Yeah. Like, well, some big race. And yeah. he was biking down the frozen Big Sioux River around yeah. the airport. Yeah. And he was trying to break through the ice. Trying to. So that he could practice what it felt like to break happen? through the ice and have to rescue yourself and not die of hypothermia. And he was mad that he couldn't break through the ice. That is fascinating. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you're crazy. I mean, yeah. most people would be pretty darn happy they didn't break through the ice. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And then... uh yeah, as one kid was doing a marching band thing out in California. So he started somewhere near uh, Yosemite and decided he had a few days to himself. So he was going to bike okay. from there across the Central Valley to San Francisco okay. with the intent of camping under the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. So he just, just came to mind. Mm-hmm. So he decided to bike to mm-hmm. San Francisco, which you're going through the Central Valley. It's like basically the desert, super yeah. hot summertime. And mm-hmm. then you end up in the Bay Area, we'll talk about a crazy city with all mm-hmm. kinds of people around. Mm-hmm. So he's just bike, you know. So he goes from that biking through the suburbs, bike through all kinds of changing scenarios, mm-hmm. all kinds of traffic. Gets the Golden Gate Bridge, decides to camp out under it, which okay. can't be legal. <laughs> Finds that the only other guys camping there are homeless guys. Oh, I'm sure. So yeah, so he's just down there with a bunch of homeless guys in San Francisco. Yeah, in his little tent. Yeah, just yeah. Hoping nobody takes his bike in the morning. But totally. he, he made friends and he figured uh-huh. they're nice guys. So he's like, that's cool. Right. But yeah, he's just a guy from uh, South Dakota that just says, hey. he gets he just gets a hair, you know, yeah. a wild hair. And he just he's like, OK, I can do that. Yeah, that is ballsy. Yeah, that's All pretty courageous. Yeah. yeah. If you ask me. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. So that guy comes to mind. Yeah. Because there's, I don't know, 100 reasons to not. To not do that stuff. Comfort, safety. Yeah. You know, right. I mean, it's just yeah. like, and he's got kids and he's got uh-huh. jobs and he's got a wife and he's right. responsibilities. Right. All that kind of stuff. Right. So, yeah. So I look at myself and what I do and I look at a guy like that. He does things like that just for fun. Yeah. And I think I'm courageous if I go camp out somewhere out, you know, on the west side of the state by myself for one night. Yeah. Yeah. Know, yeah. Same here. You know, probably, yeah. you know, within... You know, <laughs> in a completely safe place where you yeah. know, no one else is around except for right. other small town South Dakota camper type folks. Right. You know, and I think I'm being kind of ballsy. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, there might be one bear somewhere within <laughs> 50 miles of me, maybe, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's all relative. But yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, there's the thing though. Uh, you realize that a lot of people, like I do music, obviously. Yeah. And I look, through, I, I see what some people are doing, what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. And I realize, you know what? They're just guys that put their pants on one leg at a sure. time. Yeah. You know, it's just some guy. Right. You know? Yeah. So I was down in Nashville. Yeah. Uh, dropping off my kid at school down there. Yep. And I really wanted to check out uh, Jack White's record, uh, his uh, store slash uh, vinyl studio mm-hmm. slash uh, performance space called Third Man Records mm-hmm. down there. Yep. And uh, he's got a, a booth from 1947 yeah. where you can record yourself. Yeah. Direct to vinyl. I've known about it for years at this uh-huh. point. I've and heard about I, it. Yeah. Neil Young's done a whole album in there. And okay. I've heard plenty of other tracks, people, like famous people. Yeah. You know, they're down there playing a show. They pop in to do a thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, tons of rock stars have popped yep. in there for five minutes to do a thing for fun. Mm-hmm. You know, but anybody can use it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I was kind of intimidated because you're in a box 
that yeah. Neil Young's been in and who knows yeah. how many other, you know, amazing folks. And I'm like, oh, they're just guys. Uh-huh. They push the button and right. the, the little clock, you know, turns on and the light turns red and you just do your best for two minutes. And that's yeah. it. Like, Is it booked? Like you have to like, like pick a time, like a. No, no, no. I mean, maybe sometimes it is, okay. but I just walked in at a random time. Okay. And I just tried it out. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's kind of, it's like hipster central, right? I mean, sure. nobody's cooler than Jack, Jack White. White. Yeah. You know, it's like, get it. you know, I'm like, he's just a guy from Detroit. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. I'm just a guy. Right. Whatever. We're about the same age. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. why, why not? Yeah. You know, and it was cool. And the kids that worked there were, you know, happy I used it and they thought it was fun. I was trying it out. Okay. And uh, yeah, it was just. So it's not maybe yeah. something that's used constantly. No, yeah, I don't think so. I don't know why I had that yeah. in my head that it would be. Yeah, but... yeah I, was kind of, I was thinking there'd be a line or something for yeah. it. But, uh, so then did you borrow a guitar? They had uh, two there you could borrow. Okay. Yeah, sitting there. And like they one were... acoustic, one electric? or uh, how two, that... two acoustics. Two acoustics. Yeah. No yeah. electrics. Yeah. And neither one was in good shape or in tune. <laughs> okay. But I was like, that's, that's cool. Is that part yeah. of the appeal of it? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I tried to tune one up as best I could and yeah, just uh just went for it. Those little acts of courage, I think they are. really pay off. Yeah. You know, you tell yourself you get up on a given day and you're like, uh, I don't want to deal with that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's a thing. You're just pushing yourself to be like, hey, why not? Mm-hmm. What's the worst that could happen, mm-hmm. right? Right. What's the worst? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think I, I give you I botch yeah. a song. Right. Exactly. Oh well. Yeah. And if you want to spend another twenty bucks, you can do it again. Yeah. Or Maybe whatever. Who cares? Yeah. You know, that's that was you watching that song having fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What did you what did you play? Uh, I did a song called Plastic Jesus. Oh, yeah. 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 Which I learned from the movie Cool Hand Luke. OK. Yep. And it's now on YouTube if you want to listen to my okay. recording. I hooked okay. up the phonograph to my uh, my computer and okay. uh, the record skipped a bunch. <laughs> so I had to play it through a few times until I got all the spots not okay. skipping and then edit together the non skippy parts. Uh huh. <laughs> Which is fun because it's I like playing with. Music. Is that just because it was such an old recording equipment? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's just really old, and, and yeah. you know, it's not the it's not the way they press a record at a factory. No, you know, right. the machine is no bigger than like a phone booth. Okay, you know, and it automatically cuts it right to vinyl and kicks yeah. it out. So, yeah, you're just dealing with whatever you get. I like it, man. <laughs> But it was fun. So just taking it, you know, always saying, say yes to life, right? Sure. Those little things. You get an invitation yeah. to do a thing, like, I don't know if I want to deal with those people right now. I don't really know That's that guy. That's my most common answer. Yeah. You know, it's going to be awkward. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> just say, yeah, what, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. No, yeah. Nobody really cares about you. You right. know? Then no one, you go home and think to yourself, why did I make that joke that was in such poor taste? Right. You know what? The other guy, he he doesn't remember. Right. He forgot. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. You remember because you're uptight. Yeah. Or I remember because I'm uptight, I yeah. should say. But, right. you know, yeah. but really, eh, just do the thing. Say yes. Yeah. Why not? Is that essentially how what courage is? Is just mm. is just saying yes, saying yes to all the no's or towards all the possible no's? Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I'm thinking out loud. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like that. All right. Yeah. Courage, courage is saying yes. It's not being dumb. <laughs> sure. You know, right, I yeah. mean, you should know the parameters, but yeah, I think when you lack courage, the biggest thing you're missing is not skill, ability, time, money, mm. those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've got the, you know, it's probably not a health problem or mm-hmm. something. It's not, sure. it's probably not a real concern, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, probably the thing that you're saying no because of mm-hmm. is just some dumb internal thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that, you know, 
doesn't need to be there and mm -hmm. nobody else knows it's there. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, if you got a broken leg, it's obvious you got a broken leg. You can't do the thing on the bike. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you can't go surf. Exactly. Yeah. You know, that's like a real problem. Yeah. But probably you're not going to go surfing because you haven't tried it before. Uh -huh. And the guys that are doing it look really good and sure. smooth out there. And you know, you're going to look like an idiot right. because you never tried on. it before. Yeah. You're not going to be one of those guys if you don't try it. Yeah. Yeah. So why not? Yeah. And if it doesn't work out, it's not for you. Uh -huh. Try something else. Yeah. And if you got a broken leg, sure. Yeah. But if you're saying no, because, you know, you, you know, just don't feel like it. Yeah. You don't feel like it. Yeah. You're worried about something dumb. Yeah. You know, you're sh too shy, whatever. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows you're shy. Just walk up and smile. Mm -hmm. they'll, they'll think you're really friendly and outgoing. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, no, I'm actually shy. Right. Really? You seemed like a nice guy to me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Nobody knows what's inside your head. True. Yeah. 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 That's great. Go for it. Say yeah. yes to life. Say yes. Say yes to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> What is, in your life, you have two examples of a wise choice and then the vice versa, <laughs> a dumb choice that you've made. Uh, real life stories. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. That's pretty big. Probably the wisest choice I made in my life. Okay. Big picture. Yeah. It was moving to South Dakota. Really? Yeah. Moving to Sioux Falls. Okay. Yeah. Sioux Falls for the win. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. And it wasn't exactly my choice. Sure. Because my wife got a job out here. Yeah. So we're pretty, you know, we're pretty 50-50 partners in the sure. relationship. And yeah. I could have put my foot down and said, no, we're not doing that. Uh, and we would have you know, stayed in Ohio huh. or something else. But, and I didn't know what it would look like at the time. No. How things would shake out. How would you? Yeah. But... Yeah, uh, but I, I had a feeling when the idea of moving came up that even though I didn't want to do it, mm -hmm. it was the right thing to do. Yeah. And so many problems as the young father mm -hmm. and everything were avoided by moving here. Sure. Uh, Sioux Falls has great schools. You can mm -hmm. just pop the kid in a local school and they're going to be in an okay place. Mm -hmm. uh, we were living in Columbus, in, pretty close to downtown, and mm -hmm. the schools were, yeah. 50-50. Mm -hmm. And you had to make a lot of calls about where you sent your kid, mm -hmm. especially when they got into high school and stuff. Sure. And uh, you had friends moving out of the area to suburban areas just for the schools. Right. That was a common story. Yep. That, that kind of stuff. Be. Yeah, but Sioux Falls has been great. And it's uh, it's a growing place. And I love the opportunities here. Mm -hmm. And I think for a guy like myself, who's uh, speaking of music, uh, who honestly is a very mid-level talent. Mm -hmm. uh, Sioux Falls is a mid-level city. Mm -hmm. And it's a place yeah. where a mid-level guy like myself yeah. can enjoy it mm -hmm. and get out and do it mm -hmm. and be courageous and find those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not that you can't anywhere else, but you know, Sioux Falls is an encouraging environment. Mm -hmm. And I agree. It helped me find the courage mm -hmm. to do a lot of things mm -hmm. in a good place. And uh, the summers here are great. Winter's not so much. <laughs> <laughs> Most but, would agree. Yeah. 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 But I, I learned a lot about myself because I was pretty bitter when we first moved here. Sure. Honestly. Sure. You know, I had two rules. That, and one was I wasn't going to move any place smaller than Columbus, smaller. Ohio. Oh, okay. And I wasn't going to move any place further north than Columbus, Ohio. Because okay. I like the warm weather. Uh -huh. And we ended up here. Place is definitely much smaller. And right. Definitely much colder. Right. At least half the year. <laughs> right. It's actually a little hotter here in the summertime. Okay. So uh, the extremes. Touch hotter, but uh, definitely colder in the wintertime. Yeah. But then it's a story I've told a bunch. I was at a party with a bunch of professors in Del Rapids. 
okay. which is a really small town north yeah. of here. Realized looking around the room that I was probably the least educated, yeah. least traveled, yeah. least interesting person in the room sure. in Del Rapids. Yeah. And I had to check myself, you know, mm. like what kind of ego do you think you have? Fascinating. <laughs> that somehow you're like too good for this little place. Yeah. You know, like just look around, buddy. Yeah. Opportunities are here. <laughs> yeah. You just got to get out there and do it. So. Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's been good. I, I wouldn't be who I am today if I wasn't living in Sioux Falls. Okay. And I'm liking myself more with mm-hmm. every passing year. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Which is a good goal, isn't it? Right. Shouldn't we all like ourselves more every year? Yeah. Yeah. Make better choices. I, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I should make that a goal. Yeah. 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 How big uh, is Columbus? Is it a million? Uh, it's, it's probably pushing a million. Pushing? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's about the same size as all of South Dakota. Okay. You know, but then, you know, in Ohio, then you got a few hours down the road, you got Cincinnati, Dayton, mm-hmm. that area, which is, I think, like probably three million or so. Metropolis, yeah. And then you go up to Akron, Canton, Cleveland, mm-hmm. you know, up area. That's a, that's probably not three, four million. Right. So, you know, a few hours away, there's these much, you know, almost Minneapolis size, mm-hmm. you know, urban mm-hmm. areas. Yep. Either way you go, you know, right. Like Pittsburgh's just a few hours away and that's the same kind of size mm-hmm. and Indianapolis. Right. And yeah. Things yeah. are just much more packed in. There's plenty of cornfields in Ohio. Yep. But there is also just a lot more people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. A lot more people. Right. So, yeah. So it was weird here. Uh, Cause like when I first moved here, I thought I'd drive outside of town, explore a little bit, see mm-hmm. what the small towns are like outside yeah. of Sioux Falls. Yeah. And I'm used to like, if you leave one town, you're in the next town automatically. No. Yeah. Not here. You leave one town and you're really nowhere. There's not a gas station or anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Which is weird. But, Mm -hmm. but now I love it. I love taking trips. You know, I love doing shows, uh, getting out of town, whether that's like out to, like I played Luverne, Minnesota last Mm -hmm. night. Yep. You know, just great, you know, great little half hour drive out there. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been up to Fargo, Moorhead to do some shows and down to Yankton and you know, I just, I just mm-hmm. love getting on the highway or taking mm-hmm. the back highway because it's mm-hmm. more scenic. Exactly. And just getting the wide open spaces and clearing your mind. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, I think it's great out here. <laughs> As one that mostly grew up in rural South Dakota, like, yeah, I didn't know it was a weird thing to like drive an hour for a Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or it was more than an hour. Yeah. It was closer to two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like that was just, yeah, that's just what you did. Right. Like, there, it wasn't weird. Yeah. It's a big trip. Yeah. Yeah. You planned ahead. You actually yeah. made a list and bought what you needed. And Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> I, I do appreciate this town. But I've never lived in a bigger... This is the biggest town that I've actually lived in. Visited. Yep. Sure. Visited bigger cities. But, yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I would Maybe I would enjoy a bigger city. I don't yeah. know that I would. Yeah. 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 And Sioux Falls now, it's, it's big enough. Yeah, yeah. You know, you yeah. can you can get sushi and you can get mm-hmm. Thai food. Right. And uh, you know, we've got we have more craft breweries than I think we need mm-hmm. <laughs> right now. And yeah. yeah. Right. So there's just so much, you know, there's always there's always something going on now. Mm-hmm. There's never an excuse not to get out of the house and do something. There's Decent always art something. scene, you yeah. know, whether that's the pavilion yeah. or you yeah. know, the bigger acts at premiere, right. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's great local bands, local mm-hmm. music, local everything. Yep. Yeah. You do have to you you have to look a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not in your face. Mm-hmm. This cool right. stuff that's happening. You know, like I I know a lot of people that love going to concerts and they've never heard of Total Drag Records. Right. And Total Drag has really cool bands come through like on a monthly basis. Uh-huh. And you know, I've talked to people that love love music uh-huh. and they've never heard of it. Right. Like you kidding me? Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I guess you just got to put in a little bit of effort. You're right. A little effort. Yeah. yeah. But it pays off. Let's plug, uh, let's also plug, uh, was it Hot Freaks, the band that we saw? Yeah. Yep. Hot Freaks. Like, they yeah. were good. They, they were, were just good. like a fun, yeah. I don't know how you, poppy, like pop rock, I suppose. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, yep. Yeah. I plan on seeing them again. Yeah, me too. If I hear about me them. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. They were fun. Yeah. Yeah. I like them because the uh, the guy's voice did not match his appearance. Yeah, that was great. Because <laughs> he's yeah. like a big dude, shaggy hair. Yeah. You know, old t-shirt kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah, he was probably scruffy. my height at least. Yeah. yeah. At least 6'2". Right, I mean, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was expecting like uh, Mumford and Sons or something yeah. coming out of his mouth. Right. And uh, no, he's saying like, uh, like Michael Jackson or uh-huh. something like high and poppy. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And it was a free concert. It was free. Mm-hmm. You just gotta. You just have to get off your duff and go do it. Yeah, exactly. Be courageous. <laughs> get off your duff and go do it. Say yes. Say yes. <laughs> Say no to your TV show. Right. You can Netflix and show later. Yes. Right, yeah. <laughs> By yourself. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which I guess technically they're a Minneapolis band, right? Yeah, I think, so. I think so. Yeah. But yeah. Either way, regional. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I didn't say anything dumb yet. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> Do you want to answer the dumb choice? I'll give dumb a shot, but I won't be too specific. Okay. Yeah. I've had a lot of jobs mm-hmm. and I worked with a lot of folks that think you should always appear confident. Okay. And say yes, but then this kind of contradicts our earlier answer. <laughs> okay. But I found... When it comes to when it comes to working with clients oh. and working with anybody really, it's best to be honest. Okay. If something's not gonna work mm-hmm. or something doesn't it's not in your wheelhouse, sure. Or you're not that good at it, don't say yes, I can do it and figure sure. it out because it'll come back to bite you. Yeah. Be honest with where you're at. And if it's not a win win and if it's not the right okay. choice, just be honest. Sure. Just be, you know. Save all the hassle. Yep. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I've worked with people that are like, no, you can't, what? You can't be honest with right. that guy. You got to, you got to make the sale. Right. You got to get, you know, you got to do it. Yeah. All those, all those clients and jobs I've had where I said yes to things that I shouldn't have. Yeah. Just caused way too much stress. Sure. Yeah. Even if the project thing works out, like I done a lot of IT stuff and all. So even if the project works out, uh, I still wasted far too much time being stressed and yeah. miserable. Right. And it just wasn't worth it. Right. So yeah. not being specific about those clients. <laughs> but <laughs> say yes by saying no yes <laughs> say yes but be honest if you have a broken leg yeah don't say go. yes to surfing <laughs> yes there you go but if your leg works just fine mm-hmm. try it <laughs> yeah right yeah again i'm gonna dovetail a little bit um we've talked about being at shows and concerts do you have a story about someone being obnoxious at some public event you're at so it could be a concert if you want it to be a concert. Yep. It could be a church service. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to think, you know. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, since you mentioned church services. Okay. And as we mentioned earlier, I yeah, gr- yeah. grew up uh, definitely super evangelical. Yep. Same here. And all that stuff. Yep. And uh, tried a few different ends of that. Uh, spent a lot of time with the Vineyard Church. Sure. In Columbus. And great experience. Great people. Okay. Like. You know, they got nothing bad to say about those yeah. guys whatsoever. Yeah. It was great. But uh, the Vineyard came out of the the, the Jesus Freak mm-hmm. hippie Christian movement mm-hmm. in California. Mm-hmm. And there were still some folks around. 
that were still kind of living living it like the 70s yeah. here and there yeah <laughs> yeah and uh we uh yeah we we had a, a church service and i was playing guitar in the worship team a couple of couple of old timers showed up to show us how worship was supposed to be done oh so they were got it right up front in front of the whole congregation this isn't like rehearsal no, this is like this during is like, yeah, service. Yeah, during service. Okay. Yeah. So and that and that particular branch or spinoff vineyard church is probably a few hundred people at the time. Okay. So it wasn't a mega church, but it wasn't you know good size. Yeah. So yeah, yeah the yeah a couple of a couple of old timers uh, showed up to show us how it was supposed to be done, seventy style. They got up in front and they were jumping and dancing and they had their tambourines yeah. out and they yeah. were shaking them and. Kind of singing and kind of just shouting yeah. along, maybe kind of speaking in tongues. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. I've heard some good speaking in tongues and sure. this wasn't, this was just, they, it sounded like you were being noisy. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Uh, yeah. So they were being obnoxious. That is obnoxious. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, I'm all for free expression yeah. of showing your love for the higher powers of the universe, whatever way you see fit. Yeah. And, yeah. Bless their hearts yep. for trying to show us how it was supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> but just because that's how you did it on the beach in California uh-huh. in 1974 yeah. <laughs> doesn't mean you're really fitting in here. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of funny. It was fun to see, though. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. And uh, I'm sure memorable for everyone there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, they didn't come back. <laughs> it's fair yeah, yeah. I, I think their thing was popping around the, the vineyard had a bunch of churches around the area they had a lot of it was a big community sure around there yeah. and i think these folks had a habit of kind of trying to find one to pop into okay. to, you know to, to show the kids how it was supposed to be yeah you know <laughs> and then leave before we actually have to yeah. discuss yeah discuss what just happened exactly when you start getting a little side eye from the pastor you know that you've overstepped and then you and then you scoot off and try someplace else next sunday <laughs> That's good. That was neat. Yeah, I like that. I actually wasn't thinking you'd have a church story. I just kind of like threw that out there. Yeah. I don't know this about you, so this question might fit, might not fit. Okay. Um, What's a small thing that you could organize in your home that would make it better? And like a simple thing, like something you could do tomorrow, like in a day. Yep. So maybe maybe your answer is, I'm already pretty organized. (laughs) Or, or maybe you do have something in, that pops into your head that's a small thing that you could organize. Well, the easy answer is everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, how do, you, how, do you, how do we break down everything? You know, like, because everything's overwhelming. Right. So I think about this with my house. You know, it's like, okay, can I just tackle the one cupboard in the bathroom? Yep. You know, okay, I did that. That's at least a little bit organized. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I do say everything because we just dropped off my daughter at college. Okay. So now I'm technically an empty nester. Yeah. And love my kid, but man, she's high energy Uh and she had projects going in every room of the Uh house. So every room, every room of of the house could use some organizing. Totally. And now that my daughter's not there to start another project in another room, (laughs) we might get to it. Yeah. Yeah. But more specific answer, uh, I play harmonica. Okay. When I'm doing shows, yeah, because yeah. I do the folk singer thing with the you know Bob Dylan harmonica rack, all that, mm-hmm. and harmonicas come in different keys mm-hmm. for different songs, and harmonicas are also pretty fragile, right? And it's much easier and cheaper, maybe not cheaper, but it's much easier just to buy a new harmonica yeah. if one breaks. Mm-hmm. 
But when they break, they don't really break break. It's usually just one a section. Uh, just yeah, just like one note. Okay. Yeah, because the typical folks in harmonica got ten blowholes mm-hmm. where you can blow the air through or mm-hmm. suck the air through. Mm-hmm. Those are two different notes. So I guess you got twenty notes. Okay. Yep. And usually what happens is one of those goes bad. Okay. You know, like one right in the middle. Right. Goes bad. Probably the one you play the most. Sure. You know. And sometimes you can take it apart and you realize there's a hunk of something stuck in there because, uh. you know, you you just ate a bag of peanuts and you thought... Mold pork sandwich. You're right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> even if you brush your teeth, there's still something that might get in there. It doesn't take much to, you know, get stuck. So... Yeah. So right now, I've got a whole stack of harmonicas I've bought over the years, like yeah. for a decade or so. Sure. Basically all the same make and model. And the Honor Special 20, okay. I'm a go-to. Uh, so I've got a whole stack, different keys, and most of them are half broken. Okay. And I know that if I just took an hour yeah. and went through yep. and took them apart with a screwdriver and figure out which which ones were good and which ones were bad mm-hmm. and put together the bad ones, I'm sure I've got... I'm sure I've got close to a dozen good harmonicas mm-hmm. somewhere in that stack if I yeah, combine yeah. the parts. Okay. And that would make my life better. Sure. Because, yeah, because I'm always kind of stuck. I'm like, oh, I need a, yeah. Yeah. I oh, think, I... oh, should I just, you know, order one off the internet or go down to Guitar Center? Yeah. Or do I actually take the time to go try to figure that out? So that's my a... one that's in C is broke. So now I have to try to do this song in. Yeah. Whatever. G right. Or yeah. Whatever. Work around it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm, I've probably got three or four C harmonicas mm-hmm. that are half broken in my stack. <laughs> going back. Yeah. Right. Going back since college. I mean, we're talking okay. like, you got a stack. <laughs> right. So I'm just curious. Yeah. So it's a metal casing that's around it. Mm-hmm. So is that, does that pull apart into like two pieces? Like you said, you unscrew some screws. Yep. Does that basically come up into two pieces and then there's, the different, I don't yeah. know what the word is. You said yeah. blowholes. Yeah. Channels that are for each. Is that kind of yeah. roughly? This is probably yeah. better visually than audio. But <laughs> Picture this, boys yeah. and girls. Yeah. Picture this. Yeah. So basically you have a plastic box that yeah. has the holes in it that you blow through. Yeah. And then uh, it's kind of like a sandwich. So on the top and bottom, there's what they call a reed plate. Okay. And the reed plate is a metal plate that has these little little metal bars that vibrate. Sure. When you yep. blow on them. Yeah. So there's 10 of those on the top, 10 on the bottom. Okay. And then there's a metal cover on the yep. top and bottom there. That okay. This makes the outside. It's a, like a symmetrical sandwich, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, so you would just take off either the top or the bottom. Yep. Check it out and then flip it over and mm-hmm. check the opposite side. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Because it's basically just two little screws that hold it together. Yep. So you take the screws out and then you can go through and see... Something's obviously wrong right. in there, but right. you know, usually you can't quite tell because it's just kind of bent a little bit and yep. a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. And there's guys that will go through and adjust the reeds and bend sure. them a little bit. And there's even guys that will tune them by taking sandpaper and making them just a little smaller. Yeah. So you get a little higher note that way. Okay. So, you know, mm-hmm. so people really geek out on this. Oh, I'm sure. But yeah. they're so small. Right. I think it's like, there's like 40 bucks a pop right now. Sure. You know, which isn't crazy money, right? But it's still, it's still money. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. Uh, so if I actually went through that stack, figured out which ones are working, which ones aren't, mm-hmm. combined the parts, that would make my life better. Okay. Every day I see them all stacked up in the closet, staring at me, right? Saying, "Hey, dude, when, right. when are you going to do this?" Yeah. <laughs> okay, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. How many harmonicas do you think the the guy from Blues Traveler. Oh, has. man. <laughs> 500? Probably. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because he's got every single one you can have. Like, oh, yeah. You know, like on his person. Uh-huh. Yeah, he wears like that fishing jacket. Uh-huh. You know, he's all in there. Yep, yep, yep. 
<laughs> yeah, that guy's amazing. Yeah, I, it'd be it'd be cool to see to like to sit down with him and ask him like what he's using and how he does it. <laughs> totally, you're right. Yeah, because well, there's yeah. the basic ones, and then there's other ones that are tuned a little different for different mm-hmm. keys and modal stuff, and there's other other variations mm-hmm. you can get. Right. That I haven't gotten into. Right. I guarantee that guy has. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. And he probably has 10 backups with him on uh-huh. the tour bus for every single key and situation. Uh-huh. That's his, you know, bread and butter. Yeah. That's yeah. his baby. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, and then you play, is it a folk harmonica? And then there are there other genre of harmonicas or are they all yeah. kind of the same? I'm sure there's a technical thing. Uh, okay. t- technical answer. It's, it's the basic one, basically. Okay. Yeah. The basic one. You know. The basic one. It's in the yeah. key. So your harmonica is so basic. It's basic. Yeah. <laughs> but then they've got the bigger ones uh-huh. and uh, bigger ones let you hit all the half steps. Okay. And all, the, all the various notes. Yeah. Really big ones. Like yep. like Stevie Wonder. Yep. always played okay. a lot of harmonica and stuff. Mm-hmm. He'd have that. And some of those have a button on the side that you hit. When you hit the button, it changes the changes the notes around a little bit. Okay. I've never tried one. Huh. So, yeah, you can get, there's all kinds out sure. there. Sure. You know, so like if you're like a jazz guy or something like that. That's what I was wondering. Yep. Right. And there are techniques on the basic ones to get every possible variation, all the oh, sharps sure. and flats. Mm-hmm. There's really the overblowing and bending mm-hmm. notes to get just the right thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, that's really hard. Yeah. That's really tricky. Right. There's a couple of those little moves you kind of fall into naturally. Like playing yeah. guitar, like 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 bending strings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a few things on guitar you'd like, oh, that sounds bluesy and cool. Right, it kind of right. comes natural. Same I don't really know what I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are the guys that are like really specific. They can play any song on any harmonic and any key because they know how to blow everything just right to yeah. either like, you know, bend it up or down and uh, half step uh-huh. to get just, you know, but yeah. as I said before, I'm, I'm a middle of the road That's talent, right. middle of the right. road. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> medium fish in a medium pond. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's that's another story I tell. Okay. Uh, so I, I got back into doing, I played in bands and stuff for a long time. Yeah. But I got back into doing this because I was walking down Phillips Avenue here in town okay. one summer's night a few years ago. And I walked by one patio and there's a guy who's just amazing. Okay. I'm like, wow, that guy's great. Sounded great. Great voice. He had great equipment. Like just acoustic guitar? Yeah, just acoustic guitar. Okay. But it just sounded great. Yeah. You could tell the guy was a boss. He knew his stuff. Yeah. Like, wow, he's good. Then I walked up a little further up Phillips, and there's another guy in a patio. He was just awful. <laughs> <laughs> he got the whole game. Yeah. yeah, he was just, no, you know, I mean, I just, I don't know who it was, but, you know, he just, he, he was hunched over his iPad and he didn't know the songs. And yeah, you could just tell he wasn't, uh, wasn't exactly up to snuff. And I thought, you know, between those two guys, mm-hmm. there's probably room for a guy like me in the middle somewhere. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it turns out there was. Yeah. So you got to go out there and do it. Be mm-hmm. yourself and. <laughs> yeah so i know i'll probably never be as good as the first guy mm-hmm. but i knew i was already better than the other guy mm-hmm. and if he's getting a show maybe somebody will hire me too <laughs> yeah right and you've done yeah. a lot of work like it takes work to just contact places yeah over and over You're right it's a hassle mm-hmm. yeah i really hate booking <laughs> i'm sure yeah yeah but I think that's like that's courage though the worst they can do is say no i suppose so you might right. as well just you know throw it out there see what happens but i don't i don't want to be a hassle do you find it's better, like, does everyone just want you to, like, hit them up on social for that, for booking stuff, or show up in person to actually face-to-face talk to someone? What What's kind of the current best way of right. doing that? <laughs> I, like, I like to stop in. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, I, I find that's best, because yeah. then you kind of get a feel for what's going on. Yeah. And you might, within a few questions, you can get a lot more information. Yeah. You know, like the place might be like, well, we, we, we really just do jazz. 
Right. Oh, okay. Right. You know, if I had sent an email to that guy, you probably wouldn't get back to me because they just do jazz. Right. But then I'd wonder, you know, well, you didn't get back to me. Yeah, Is it my fault? Did you not get it? Did you, were you on vacation? Should I hit you up again? Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, showing up in person is good. Uh, so I like doing that because you get that face-to-face okay. interaction. Yep. You know, and usually it's a manager that does the hiring or something mm-hmm. or one of the managers right. and they're usually not there. <laughs> right. Just, yeah, that kind of luck. So uh-huh. you talk to like the, the head server or the bartender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They take your card and say whatever. So you have to go back and hopefully meet the manager. But mm-hmm. at least you got the guy's name mm-hmm. and you got the guy's actual email address. So right. it's better than just going to the info at or whatever yeah. or a Facebook yep. message. Because some places are big on social media. Other places have a Facebook uh-huh. page they never check. Uh-huh. You just never know. So face to face is good. Yeah, because just getting ghosted. It's good to know. Yeah. I don't like getting ghosted. <laughs> that whole, no. like, they don't get back to you yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because they don't know. Were right. they busy? Did they miss it? Or was it personal? Right. Yeah. Probably probably they were just busy. Right. But, you know, still you don't have that, that initial feedback. Right. So. I like it. Okay. I have one, two, three left, including the one that if I can narrow down. Okay. Or if we mutually veto it. All right. <laughs> yeah. Are there any words in particular, that you dislike. Whether they just sound weird, <laughs> you don't like the meaning, uh, more more just like... So I'll, I'll give you one. This is just probably immaturity on my part. Pianist. <laughs> just like, I don't, I don't like referring to someone as a pianist. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. So, <laughs> just words yeah. In, in our... Language that are just like. Do you want to hear a dumb penis joke? Sure. <laughs> Don't ask. Just tell it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So a guy walks into a bar, huh. and he looks over, and there's a there's a guy playing piano, smallest guy the guy has ever seen. Uh-huh. I mean, he makes the uh, Munchkins from The Wizard of Oz look like look like uh, giants. Okay. You know, smallest guy he's ever seen playing a piano. Yeah. He says to the bartender. Hey, what's up with the what's up with the piano player there over there? Bartender says, "Well, here's the thing. I was walking down the beach, and I found a golden lamp. Okay, and I picked it up and I started to rub all the sand off and polish it up, and a genie popped out. Right, and I'm like, wow, this is crazy. And the genie says, "Thank you for freeing me from my magic lamp. I will now grant you three wishes." Okay, the, bart- the bartender says. So I look at him. I'm like, uh, okay, how about a million bucks? And boom, oh, the chest landed on the beach beside me, opened it up, million bucks, small unmarked bills. <laughs> Fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is great. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, what's your second wish? The bartender says, I'd like a, a beautiful woman to love me for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And just then walking down to the beach comes this gorgeous lady in a bikini, mm-hmm. walks right up to him, gives him a big hug and a kiss and yep. says, oh, I love you. <laughs> the bartender's like, oh my gosh, this is the best day of my life. So the guy's like, well, what happened? He says, well, well, man, here's where I think I messed up. <laughs> Do you really think I asked for a 12-inch pianist? <laughs> <laughs> so, boom. Anyway, that's a pianist joke for you. That's good. Yeah, that's a bad word. It is. <laughs> it's just not, yeah. <laughs> How about flautist? Yeah, that's a tough one. Another weird one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Another weird one. Yeah. Okay, personal story. Okay. I'm not big on words to start with the letter W. Okay. Like, okay. And here's why. Yeah. <laughs> I've always had a bit of a stutter. Okay. And it flares up on certain words. Sure. Yeah, my last name is Wenzel. 
right? No, it's West. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> my birth name <laughs> was Wenzel. Yeah. I used to live on a road called Winnebago Trail. Oh, two strikes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can remember times when I've had to like give, you know, important information in like a semi-official setting, like as a school yeah. kid, sure. you know, whatever, mm-hmm. like name and address and, mm-hmm. you know, you're uptight. You start mm-hmm. to stutter on a W and your last name is Wenzel and you live on Winnebago Trail. <laughs> yeah. A couple so of weird moments. Stuck. Yeah. And then yeah. social situations, best thing to do to get to know somebody is ask them questions about themselves. Mm-hmm. But social social situations can bring out the anxiety in mm-hmm. anybody. Mm-hmm. And most uh, most questions start with a W. Mm-hmm. Who, why, where, which, totally. what. You know? So you're trying to ask somebody a basic question to be nice and mm-hmm. you start stuttering because you can't say, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, words to start with W annoy me for that reason because yeah. they're so necessary <laughs> big time and uh yeah if i'm gonna stutter it's gonna be on one of those words yeah and it's gonna be in situations where that's the thing you say that's the mm-hmm. obvious question the obvious thing to say is oh what do you do mm-hmm. it's just polite yeah and it keeps it going it's like yeah 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 mm-hmm. so you try to figure out a way to get around it okay yeah so that's a good answer yeah probably yeah. not the answer you're, you're looking no, for no no but <laughs> It's all about just interpreting my question yeah. how how you want. Yeah. I'll give you that one. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. So you can become any fictional character. Ooh. Who is it? What sort of things do you do? What world are you in? Right. You know. Is Ziggy Stardust a fictional character? Hmm. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. What's the difference between a fictional, fictional character and a persona right yeah. i'll say no okay yeah pick okay. something else skip that one yeah <laughs> yeah good question i'd be okay being han solo there you go mm. yeah that sounds pretty good it does yeah <laughs> adventurous get to fly around flying around yep you're more or less always the hero right <laughs> yeah we don't have yeah. all that pressure uh-huh you know you're not the chosen one like luke skywalker right you know you don't have magic powers yeah. or whatever Right. You're just a guy with a with a blaster. Yeah. And a big big hairy buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's right. like having a dog. A dog that can fly a plane. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. It sure seems like the the ladies like you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's I like to be somewhere in the middle. Okay. You know. You don't have to be the hero. Yeah. But, you know. But that guy who just kind of comes and goes and makes it makes it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good place to be in life. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, yeah, he does his own thing. Yeah, he comes and goes. He makes it happen. Mm-hmm. If you really need him, he'll be there. Right. Might not be too happy about it, but mm-hmm. he'll come through for you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Okay. That's a hard one because <laughs> most of like the most of the characters that come to mind are like more like in a drama. And it's like, I don't know that I want, whereas Han Solo is like, sure, it's a drama, but it's also just kind of fun. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Because you got to have fun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I'm choosing to jump into this world for X amount of time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I want it to be fun. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. So. And I want to well, go to light speed. I've never done light speed yeah, before. For that'd sure. Be, that'd be cool. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. So we got one left. Okay. And it was, you were in charge of a team for a project. 
Ah. Um, who do you want? Who are the people that you want on this project? The project is event that's in Sioux Falls. Okay. That that is music adjacent. Okay. So like we already have music festivals, German Fest, I guess I call that music. But like, what's a project that you could see being related to music mm -hmm. that you think Sioux Falls could use? And is there anyone that you know of that you're like, oh, that would be a good person to to have involved with it? Can I try something different? Oh yeah, please. About Sioux Falls. Yeah, I'm I'm okay. kind of on the fly, man. So. Okay. Switch gears here. Yeah. I think we should do a better job of protecting the green space mm. around Sioux Falls okay. and the area. Like as it expands, yeah. like grows as a city. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would like to see something put in where, let's say within 200 feet of the bike trail mm -hmm. on the other side, mm -hmm. you can't build anything. Okay. Basically, you can't build anything. Right. Outside of maybe like a playground or a baseball okay. diamond, something like that. Yeah. You know, I'd like to, I love to bike around town on the bike trail. Mm -hmm. And it's getting built up a little bit. Okay. You know, like by the airport and stuff, some of those wide open areas. I suppose it is. It's getting built up. Yeah. Some of it's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, like uh, the new Sanford uh, Sports Center mm -hmm. out there. That's a great fit. Right. For sure. And some of it's just like another like mini storage mm -hmm. kind of warehouse kind of thing. Right. Going up. Right. Uh, so I, I think it would be great if Sioux Falls said, Hey, we're going to have a green belt, mm -hmm. not a big one, small one. Yeah. You know, but there's a lot of marginal properties, especially mm -hmm. like on the West side, mm -hmm. you know, uh, that's just places that, you know, just gravel parking lots with junkers parked in them. And some right. guy's got an auto shop over there, yeah. whatever, which is fine. I'm glad right. that guy does. But right. if that guy would sell, retire uh -huh. or whatever, you know, I'd be like, Hey, that property is going to go back to the city. Mm -hmm. and we're going to plant some cottonwoods mm -hmm. and just make it look natural. Over right. There. You know, I don't know what it would take to do that mm -hmm. and how much money it would take. Right. All, obviously, all, yeah, of, all of those properties are kind of valuable now just because proximity to downtown in a growing area. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but I think it'd be great if we said, hey, you know, let's we've got this amazing bike trail. Right. Let's let's make this ring around Sioux Falls even better. Mm -hmm. And right now, instead of if there is like, you know, a little patch of cornfield that hasn't been used or, or whatever yeah. whatever it is say hey when that whatever happens whenever that guy dies retires sells whatever mm -hmm. city's going to take it mm -hmm. and we're just going to expand the green belt a little mm -hmm. bit around here if you want some sort of um leisure space near it mm -hmm. that's kind of acceptable yeah, yeah like you said kind of a park right that type of thing yeah yeah, yeah, some kind of yeah, park park stuff, public use stuff, simple recreational soccer fields stuff. Yeah, you know that's okay. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm totally okay with that. Mm -hmm. But just green space. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no more gravel parking lots with mm -hmm. junkers. Mm -hmm. uh, no more you know mini storage units. Mm -hmm. We've got plenty of that. Yep. Uh, I like to see Sioux Falls do a better job of protecting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those kinds of things. What's I don't I haven't been on the bike trail in a while. Like, what's on the south end of the trail? Is that still just like? residential mm -hmm. is there apartment buildings down there the south end is kind of the fancier end yeah because it goes past like yankton trail park with yes. all the soccer fields right so that and part Tuthill. is mostly yeah good yeah that's where that part's mostly good okay yeah right yeah uh, because yeah then you come up around the butterfly house yep. uh outdoor campus area yep. yep so a lot of that's already pretty good yep you know but like there's a trailer park down in there mm -hmm. on the other side mm -hmm. you got the butterfly house stuff on one side mm -hmm. and the trailer park on the other side mm -hmm. and you know i've got nothing against trailer parks no whatsoever of course right but if at some point that property is sold mm -hmm. 
it's already a hole. It would mm-hmm. be, a, it probably used to be a wetland. Mm-hmm. Probably be great if it went back to wetland. <laughs> be good for flood control. Totally. You know, I'm sure. But I've got a feeling when that is sold eventually, someone's going to put up a yeah. another mediocre uh, yeah. strip mall slash, yeah. you know, apartment complex or yeah. whatever right. down in there. You, right. know. you know, it's like, uh, be nice and if we planned not, ahead a little bit. Yeah, we're not confined. Right. There's room to There's like plenty of space. put that strip mall somewhere else. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how that would look. Yeah. You know, but like Good Earth is a great park out there. Blood yeah. Run out there. And they, they keep expanding. They're great. Yep. They've had some people uh, donate some farmland around there to the mm-hmm. park. So eventually when they expand, they'll have just more space. Yep. You know, in theory, we could have a chain of parks uh, the whole way up and down the Big Sioux River. Mm-hmm. They would connect the downtown Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. They've already got a bike trail that goes out towards Brandon mm-hmm. along that little creek that comes in there. Yep. Well, that's no, like the big sea goes out there. Yep. So they've already got that bike trail. You know, if they just had that mindset, they were going to just make a nice chain of green mm-hmm. spaces. They're not that big. Just, right. you know, it's just a few hundred feet, frankly, just in a, just a buffer. Right. You know, but that chain could go out to Brandon, go down to the Big Sioux, connect with Good Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's parkland in Iowa right across the yep. way. Is uh, yep. it Gitchy, Gitchy Run over Sounds there? Sounds right. Yeah. yeah. And so other little parklands and yep. there's public lands down to. Uh, Lake Alvin, mm-hmm. you know, so there's all these little pockets yep. of parkland slash, you know, state land, uh, mm-hmm. hunting land, mm-hmm. whatever, the whole way down to the Big Sioux, you know, from Sioux Falls, probably, you know, down to Newton down. Hills, at least. Yeah, exactly. Like it wouldn't be that yeah. that far. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be great if somebody had the vision to say, hey, let's just connect all this. Mm-hmm. So you could actually get in a kayak, mm-hmm. start a false park, go down to the, the go down past Canton, mm-hmm. whatever, you mm-hmm. know, they have a bike trails to go the whole way down. Mm-hmm. You could actually do some like some proper like long hiking if you want mm-hmm. in the area mm-hmm. instead of like kind of kicking it for a couple three miles and pretending what you went on a hike, right? Which yeah. is good, it's much better than nothing. But yeah, we do have tons of land here, yeah. And it'd be nice if somebody had the foresight to say, Hey, let's uh let's do some land swaps, let's right. uh, you know, we've got this, you've got that, this connects here, right? Yeah, that kind of thing, just a nice little buffer. And we have plenty of land, but this specific type of land by the river yep. is limited. Exactly. Right. So protect that. Yeah. You know, yeah. protect that. Because everything here, you know, it's it's very squared off. Mm-hmm. You know, and they came out here and surveyed everything. It's all squared off. You know, it's really flat. It's not mm-hmm. like there's ravines and hills and mountains mm-hmm. and just like natural places where the trees grow and the mm-hmm. deer wander, that kind of thing. Right. You know, because it's easier. It's really easy to build here. Sure. It's easy just to, you know, bulldoze it, put in yeah. another half dozen split level suburban houses, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, right. super easy to do. And there's just not a lot of, yeah, there's not a lot of thought about saving those patches. Right. So that would be the project. That is a good project. That would be the project. Right. Yeah. Because like, I don't want to call it, the core of Sioux Falls does have even parks. And so hopefully as it expands, I'm not on the, the edges of Sioux Falls, but hopefully as it expands, they're planning parks as part of the expansion. Yeah. And maybe yeah, they are. Maybe yeah. they are. Yeah. You know, but yeah, they should be. Yeah. So what? We'll probably need someone that's affiliated with the city to be on this, mm-hmm. <laughs> on the project, <laughs> on the city planning. Somebody with some clout. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> and maybe like someone with a little bit of architectural mm-hmm. background. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's not the right word. Yeah. Like civil engineering, that yeah. kind of stuff. Right. Planning, zoning. You know who wouldn't be bad? Okay. I don't think he's doing much right now. Okay. Mayor Mike Huther. Oh, yeah. Remember my man, Mike? I do. Yeah. He's a super nice guy. Super nice. Totally cares about this town. Yeah. And uh, 
Yeah, I don't know what he's up to. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling he wouldn't mind getting back into politics and giving back sure. in some way. Yeah. So, Mayor Mike, <laughs> if you're listening to this right now, yeah, <laughs> this is your project. I can go creepy, uh, <laughs> creepy delivery guy right now. That's true. And like, I know where he lives. Okay. <laughs> and he is like, I've actually yeah. he's been outside his house and I've delivered to him, and he is super nice. Yeah, yeah, I've talked to him. Too. Like, he yeah. was so grateful that I was delivering Menard stuff or yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. Like, I was like, that's just what I do. But yeah. I'm glad that you're like, he was just overly yeah. grateful Yeah, that I was yeah. out doing what I like, do. He knocked on every single door yeah. when he was running for mayor. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Every neighborhood. Yeah. Fancy, not fancy mm-hmm. in between. Mm-hmm. I talked to him one time. It was at a wedding. Sure. That he was at. I just was standing by him just yeah. randomly. He turned to me and he said, hey, my name's Mike. Yeah. And I said, I know. <laughs> <laughs> And he said, how? <laughs> I said, well. Is he serious? Yeah. Okay. And I said, well, I've, I've seen you around. <laughs> he said, really, where? <laughs> like, you know, in the paper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, I know who I am. But, you know, he just, he's just a nice guy. He doesn't he doesn't want to start by like, hey, I'm the, I'm right. the, I'm the hot shot in town right now. I noticed and, that you noticed me. Yeah, so, you know. Right. Yeah, just completely opposite. He's going to assume that, uh, you know, that you don't know who he is. Yep. And that if you started there, he'd be a jerk. Mm-hmm. But he's, you know, starts the other way. I'm going mm-hmm. to assume that you're just a nice guy and mm-hmm. I'm just a nice guy. We're just both of this event. Two guys at a wedding. Two guys at a wedding. Whatever. Big right. wedding. A lot of people here we don't know. Yeah. And, you know, he didn't know if I was from in town or out of town or whatever. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, but instead of starting like up here mm-hmm. and then coming down to my level. Right. You started down here and then, you know. Yeah. We had a great conversation. Right. So, and then he realized you're more of a middle kind of person. Middle person. Middle, that's the theme here. Yeah. Yeah. Just like Han Solo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Han Solo at a wedding. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's 10, man. I did all 10. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Nice. Unless I counted wrong. I missed one, one with, uh, with Bobby. I missed one. <laughs> Thought we did 10. We okay. really did not. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. This is fun. I do, I do always like to offer, like if there's any of these that you wanted to bounce back towards me, you're welcome to do that. Gotcha. Um, I don't know if you want to see the list, if that helps you. Yeah, or I'll throw it at you. Read, if you can read my writing. but I'll throw it at you here. I see. I don't, you dislike the word pianist. Oh, yeah. That I did answer established. that one. Yeah. <laughs> I try to chime in. I try to make it a, a back and forth, not all one-sided. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask you, who in your life do you find courageous? Mm. I, I do have a particular person in mind, but it's more of the category of single mom mm. or single parent. I guess it's more commonly a single mom, but sometimes it's single dads. And just one, I don't have kids, but just observing of like what it takes to parent. And then on top of that, you're doing it by yourself. I just think it takes so much Maybe it's more than courage, but courage to like just schedule all the things that you need to do both for yourself and for your kids on top of put just putting yourself out there as as a person to be a part of just society and be like, yeah, it's just me and mm-hmm. I got these kids and we're doing our best. I don't know. I just I find that to be like, I don't know how I don't know how they do it. Single parents. So that's the main thing that comes to mind. Yeah, that's a great Courageous answer. Courageous people. Because yeah. you could choose to not be, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And some people do, mm-hmm. right? For whatever reason. But man, I can't imagine. Yeah, that's a great answer. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah. Because even, yeah, because I'm a married guy with two kids. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I felt like we were just hanging on sometimes, just oh, trying to yeah. juggle everything and mm-hmm. pay the bills and make keep up with the kids and mm-hmm. try to be present and patient mm-hmm. and all that. So even with two of us, with both fairly flexible schedules, mm-hmm. it was still just a, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I, I think you should uh, adopt a kid tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I think you should, you should push into that courage. Say yes. Say yes to life. <laughs> right. Push into that. <laughs> I think I have a broken foot. I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you fixed up. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. In no time. Okay. You start with like a dog. Could. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, but. I just... I just appreciate my flexibility where it's like, I feel you. I'm going to go for a week yep. and I don't have to worry about finding someone to watch my dog. Yep. So. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I love dogs, but I do not want one right now. Nope. <laughs> not at all. Not <laughs> a bit. Yeah. Maybe someday. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There might come a day where exactly. it's like, all right. Yeah. Yep. Right. Someday when I'm in a wheelchair. Right. And I'm not going anywhere anyways. Yeah. They're like, yep. Time to get some dogs around. Right. Here. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> cool, man. Yeah. Uh, you're you're off to do a second podcast. Too. Yeah, which is bizarre because this is the first <laughs> podcast Link West yeah. has ever done. Yeah, and yeah, now I've got a second one today. Yeah. Just bizarre timing, but yeah. looking forward to it. Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> I hope yeah. it goes as well as this one because yeah. this this was fun. It is fun, man. Yeah, right. This is great. Yeah. <laughs>